It is so well defined. What we have to do today? We got to go to work. We got to do right offense. And it's time for another podcast, everyone. Wade and Ryan here, NFL in London. It is week three, Ryan. How are we feeling? I am feeling... The one thing I was thinking about week two, I was thinking if we... If 2020 was a week in the NFL, it was week two. Um, the injuries. It was the and... most 2020 thing ever. People have just been finally like, yes, my fantasy team. Christian yeah. McCaffrey, gone. Saquon Barkley, gone. Sutton, gone. Uh, Every yeah. 49er, gone. gone yeah. Even, I think, Kyle Shanahan pulled his uh, ACL w- walking on the bus. Yeah, probably. Wouldn't <laughs> be surprised. <clears throat> He's out. It was a uh, huge, uh, huge week in the NFL. Uh, a lot of things that, you know, we weren't, we weren't surprised. I think a lot of the scores... I mean, you start looking at the fall of the Minnesota Vikings, Philadelphia looking like crap. A lot of people pick Minnesota to crush in the division uh, with 11 wins, and they can't even seem to put a win together. And then not even to mention the amazing end to the Atlanta game with the second second greatest choke in the NFL we've seen in years. With the spinning ball of death. Uh, Oh, my God. Uh, Yeah, I mean, there's that game, and I mean, for Atlanta fans, there's (laughs) got to be enough. Stop, stop. Uh, Because... You know, you just start watching them. Like, it's just what they've had from, obviously, the Super Bowl to this, falling apart with that kind of lead. No, and it was Dan... They should have gotten rid of Dan Quinn last year. I think they just went with this team that's literally the same. Always finds a way to lose. Like, that was terrible. I, I know it was... I bet you every kicker in the NFL now is practicing that kick. Yeah. But it will just... It would never happen again because it was almost like everyone just forgot the rules of football. Yeah. And they all just waited. It's like they were waiting for it to get 10 yards. Like... Yeah, you, know, you can grab it whenever you want. It was just yeah, no. It's like they're waiting for a COVID inspector to come and go. No, that ball's safe to play. You you might want to spray it down first. I'm, I should have watched, uh, gone on YouTube and watched like Atlanta Falcon reaction videos. I love that watching. Those videos. are always good. I you know I think we we have a few friends that are Atlanta Falcons fans. Hi Chapman, and uh, it's hilarity in its own self, right, Curtis? Um, <laughs> so you know, interesting enough though, Atlanta Falcons will be playing the Bears this week. So we'll look at that one. Let's go through some of the games quickly before I do our predictions for this week. New York Giants, which I thought uh, last week would beat the Bears. Yeah. Uh, look, the Bears came out with a big lead and almost squandered away. Saquon Barkley did not look himself. The first injury, he went down with his wrist. And I, he just seemed to be playing like a little bitch. And oh, I don't... Oh, smack talking. It is smack talking <laughs> because he was he was not himself. He wasn't himself playing. And I think even in week one, he wasn't himself. So in this week, you know, then that injury, obviously, that was horrible. But you, you could tell he was hurt before then. So why not pull him off a bit, give him some chances... Uh, the Bears hold on to a victory, but, you know, this was one that could have got away from us. Yeah, and yeah, they had a chance to win it at the end. The yeah. Giants. Like, so the Bears, even though coming off that last week, were playing a much inferior team. Like, the Giants are not a good team. Uh, they just don't have the weapons, especially if Barkley goes down. It's just, if you're a Giants and a Jets fan, you're just like, ugh, this year stinks. Oh, yeah, just like the... Just the like, Jersey <clears throat> Shore is just going to reek of bad football. Just like the city itself is falling apart, so are their teams. Uh, the Bears, obviously, we held on for that one. Very tough win. Uh, you know, in, in week one, Mitch looked good in the in the fourth quarter. In week uh, two, he looked good in the first quarter. But the other three quarters, he looked like crap. Yeah, and it's just another... Um, it's just like Daniel Jones to me. It's like Danny Dines. It was really fun last year. But he just doesn't look like those guys who take the next step right yeah. now. Maybe it's he doesn't have the weapons. He only really has Slayton and, and Ingram. Tate. Yeah, Tate. You know, but... I, it just doesn't feel like that Daniel Dimes is going to just 
put the team on my back and say, I got this. Don't worry, he's out. So I think if you're a Giants fan and a Jets fan, if you're going to be two of the worst teams in the league and then you get the top pick, it's like, are you going to get rid of Daniel, with a guy like Trevor Lawrence? And even Sam Darnold, who everyone still raves about, will you get rid of him? So they're going to be battling out for the worst record, I think. Uh, moving on to the next game, the Panthers and the Buccaneers. Uh, obviously, Panthers losing Christian McCaffrey for a month in this game. Tom Brady looked pretty good in this game. Rob Gronkowski is basically yet to touch a ball in two weeks. Thanks for being on my fantasy Grom's team, like, tag me in. He's like in the <clears throat> WWF trying to get pretty in the much. ring. He's like, tag me in, Tom. Uh, the Bucks were able to put together some good drives. Jones looked good. Um, you know, he, he doesn't spread the balls around as much. But, um, you know, the Bucks put up some good points, and their, and their defense looks really good. Yeah. The Bucks kind of remind me with, with the Gronk thing. It's like those Adam Sandler movies where he makes with all his buddies. Yeah. He's like, come on, we'll just make this movie. Exactly. He's like, don't worry if it's going to be... Rob Schneider. Don't worry, it might yeah. be a bit shit, but don't worry. We'll just all get paid. It'll be yeah. great. So that's... Again, I thought Brady looked okay. Like, he didn't look dominant. Uh, still turned it over again, but did look better. But again, he was, he was playing a much easier team. Carolina is not a good team. So I need to see Tom Brady again up against a really good team to say, oh, he's... he's well, we getting... did in week one. <laughs> yeah, it was what happened there. And then we saw... And then you look at what Derek Carr did to that defense. Oh, yeah. So it makes you wonder, like, is Tom Brady... Was that a good game? I think we're right now... We're still in holding position. We're still in holding pattern for week three. Yeah. What uh, What's really being on hold? Let's talk about the Jacksonville Jaguars. Almost Minshew pulling it off Mania. with Minshew Mania. The Tennessee Titans struggling. Ryan Tannehill looked good. But, you know, you can score on this team. Minshew was able to put together, orchestrate some really good scoring drives, and, and really kept Tennessee on their back feet when Tennessee had a good lead to start this game. I think Minshew is going to be, like, become the new fits mm-hmm. in the NFL, right? Like, that guy, he's just going to bounce... From team to team for the next, like, 50... Because no one wants to be like, I don't want to go with Minshew. No. He's got that mustache. He's a Florida weird. boy, but he's... But he's playing great. Like, yeah. look at him. Uh, so you got to give him all the credit in the world. They, you know, for a team that everyone's like, these guys are tanking. They've been competitive. Again, Tennessee is a strong team. Even that defense, which is supposed yeah. to be better, giving up 30 to the Jaguars. And the Jaguars don't really have it. Like, they had no. Shark, who kind of got injured, but Minshew's just doing it with a bunch of scrubs. You love Minshew Mania. At I least love they're fun to watch because... I, I was dreading, like, Thursday night game, which is yeah. Miami-Jacksonville. And you're like, oh. But at least Minshew's playing. Gives you something to watch. So I'm going to look forward to Minshew, uh, as they're calling it, the mustache versus the beard. Uh, playing well, Tennessee, shakily at best. Okay, here's the game. Atlanta Falcons, Dallas Cowboys, 40-39. to 39. Cowboys win this on a field goal right at the last uh, minute. And, whoa, boy, what a... Would to have this game that you're just up and Atlanta's feeling confident to watch Dak and company dismember you, and also just get you and rattle you. Matt, Matt Ryan was still throwing up a storm, but he yeah, still Matt goes Ryan, down. That's the thing. He's got absolutely no defense. And Matt Ryan's got to put up 50 every game. Put up 39 with Julio Jones only getting like 37 yards or something like that. So that in itself is just showing how good Calvin Ridley's been this year. He's been unbelievable. Um, and I think Hayden Hurst finally got one. But... Again, Atlanta's just got no corners. With a team like Dallas, they were going to score points on you. Like I think they got up to that big lead, like 20 to nothing right off the bat, and everyone's just like, oh, here we go. But good on for Dallas. You know what? They came back. Dak did what he had to do. That It was just came back to the worst special teams meltdown I've seen since the Colts brought out that terrible fourth down on punt when yeah. they just snapped it to a guy on his own. Yeah. <laughs> that was the worst play I've seen up until this one. But... It was a great 25-foot putt 
that yeah. he did, and he just read the green, and he just curved it in. It was beautiful. No, it was a nice kick, and I think Arthur Blank was blankety-blanking himself after that. Uh, horrible loss for them. He just lost a year of his life. Uh, Green Bay Packers, Detroit Lions. Aaron Rodgers continues the second game of 40-plus points, but Detroit continues in free fall, losing a lot of their secondary, and once they do, they get picked apart, which is what Aaron Rodgers did. Aaron Jones looking yeah. fantastic in this game. Uh, running through, but I mean, you know, Green Bay's beat uh, a couple losers so far in their division rivals. Uh, well, yeah, again, I think you got to only beat who you get played. Right? That's the thing. Bills same way. They played Jets, Dolphins. A lot of teams have played two crappy. The Jet Lions are just kind of disappointing because they just have no identity. They still not Galladay, and I think that really hurts them. Definitely hurts Stafford not having that deep threat mm-hmm. uh, to be able to use Hawkinson again. They, the running backs a bit of a mess. They don't know who they want. This is just Matt Patricia's fault, to be honest. They, they, he was supposed to coach this defense. They got chewed up again. It's just Detroit. It's just another Detroit season, right? It, they, yeah. The same way the Giants feel. like. Except the difference is Detroit has a really good quarterback, but can't get anything else right. Well, I mean, <clears throat> Devontae Adams has been playing off of his head. Uh, if Aaron Rodgers loses him or they lose Aaron Rodgers, it'd be interesting to see what happens to that well, team because yeah. injuries are floating around. Speaking of injuries and sadness... Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings get blown back by the Indianapolis Colts 28-11. to Minnesota and Kirk Cousins are not looking good. Dalvin Cook is trying to stand up for them. And the defense, which a lot of people were saying was going to be good this year, Minnesota just looks like they've got a lot of problems. And they don't even have the injuries yeah, that everyone else has. It's not like you can say, <clears throat> like the Giants or Indianapolis, who has a lot of injuries. Indianapolis lost a few key personnel so far this year, and they're a very injured team. Just incompetence, really. That's yeah. all it is. They just look awful. Like, again... Indianapolis had a bad game last week, or so we thought, but maybe it was that Jacksonville is as good as they were this week. Um, but again, yeah, Kirk Cousins with the loss, I think, obviously, losing Stefan Diggs has definitely hurt this offense. Um, so that looks like that was a giant mistake because Kirk Cousins, guy where there was something, Stefan Diggs last, uh, last week had more yards himself than the whole receiving core of the Minnesota Vikings. So yeah. that shows you how desperate they are. I think it's a disaster season for Minnesota. Uh, I don't see how they're not going to finish last in the division. Um, it, unless they can get somehow turned around, but I don't see it. Cousins just looks lost. He does. <clears throat> it's hard for him to find the ball. The offensive line is struggling as well. Uh, this is acid reflux, not COVID, by the way. And as a Bears fan, I just got to say to Miami, <laughs> Okay, moving on. Buffalo Bills, Miami. Yeah. Uh, wow, what a game this was. Uh, Buffalo struggling with Miami points. Uh, Fitz being able to get the ball around and, and Miami putting pressure on Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo comes out with a win, but not the kind of win you'd expect. Yes, yeah. You know what? This was the Josh Allen coming out game last week, 300 yards, and then this week he puts up 400. Leading the NFL in passing, I think, again, everyone's saying... Calm, break, calm the brakes. He's only played uh, Jets and Dolphins, which is a fair enough statement, but still to put up 400 yards against any NFL team is still good, regardless of what you do. Uh, they definitely were missing their two linebackers because uh, Gusecki uh, was yeah. just killing them over the middle. So he, he had a great game. Uh, Fitz just did does what Fitz does. It's the beginning of the year fit. He was moving the ball. He was much better. Uh, but they took the lead, and then Josh Allen just ripped it in the fourth quarter. He was unbelievable. He was he was just throwing it deep everywhere, two touchdowns. And that's what you want to see. The Bills, for years, have been that team that just 
you had to just hope the defense could hold them to 17 and you'd get 20 because that's yeah. the most the Bills could get. For once, the offense is bailing them out, and it is a beautiful thing to see. <clears throat> They're able to put up the points. It's something I did mention, though, last week. When you do have Florida in September, as you know, it's the end of hurricane season. It was very hot. Yeah. And if you look at the forecast for tomorrow night, it's 85% humidity. It's going to be a hot, sticky one. That's what she said. Okay. <laughs> what if I were to tell you you could win a million dollars, you and your friends could all win it, but you'd have to be horribly mangled in a car crash? That's exactly what happened yeah. to the 49ers last week. Yeah. As their team fell apart, injury after injury. It was sad to see it happen. The Jets, uh, despite that, still got blown out by 18 points, 31-13. to 13. Jets are not just a dumpster on fire. They're a dumpster on fire floating in a toxic lake of shit. It's um, just horrible. And Frank Gore's your running back. and God, I, mean, I think Chris Hogan was their number one receiver last yeah. week at some point. And it's just like, Donald's just got no chance, you know? He's kind of going down the Rosen path a bit, because even though he's better than Rosen, uh, but he's just not given any chances, and not any chance to succeed. How Adam Gase is still even the coach is beyond me, but I, I, there's no way he's making it to the end of the season. It's, it doesn't and look the like Niners it. just got absolutely decimated. Nick Bosa out for the season, you know? Uh, D4 got hurt. Solomon Thomas got hurt. Jimmy Garoppolo, Mostert. It's just like, what is going on? Yeah. The night, and especially in that division where everyone else is two and zero, and now what? They're zero and two. Yes. So that looks like they're just with all those injuries. I think the Niners are done. Another Super Bowl hangover. Super Bowl, yes. Yeah, Super never Bowl hangover. Fails. <clears throat> well, 49ers struggled in that one. They got the win, but still not good enough. The Rams pull out a big win against the Eagles. Eagles are hapless. What is happening, Philadelphia Eagles? They got Miles Sanders back. The running game was still going, but the passing game is atrocious. The offensive line is atrocious. The defense is atrocious. Jared Goff made it look easy in this game. I think Nick Foles just has Wentz's soul, and he's just holding <laughs> it to jar. him. Yeah, in a jar in his room. He's like, Wentz is like, can I have my soul back? Please, sir. Hey, yeah, can I have some sir. soul? Champion, I'll kiss your ring. Uh, but yeah, Wentz has just been, he hasn't been the same. Like, he's, he's just, he's indecisive. Again, he doesn't have a lot of great weapons. Miles Sanders came back and looked good. Uh, but even against that, they're just not competitive on defense. They can't stop anybody. They just look... you never seen a team fall so far from a Super Bowl victory to, to what they've become. Uh, they, you know, they just completely look like the Eagles before the Super Bowl year. Uh, when, but that took Wentz to have that MVP year. Yeah. And, and it just... I don't know what's going to happen. Like he, I think he's got one more year left. And then you, there, there's already started talking about Jalen Hurts bringing him up because he was a... You know, a little risky pick, and people were like, "Really, Jalen Hurts?" And I think you're good. That's just going to get louder and louder if Wentz can't get turned this thing. I, you know, I, I agree with you on this one. But the whole, to me, the defense is just they can just get beat up and scored upon. Uh, you know, they just couldn't get any momentum going. Sanders is the only guy they've got going. The offensive line is not helping them. Uh, very tough for the Eagles going forward. How about this? Drew Locke is out, but the Broncos keep it close with Pittsburgh, twenty-six to twenty-one. I called this one to be a close game, and it was. Uh, but the Steelers continue to move on. Their defense is still incredible. Uh, James Conner had a good game as well. Um, but, you know, Denver was able to be feisty. Yeah, in this and game. that, which kind of makes me a bit worried. Like, you were going up against Driscoll with no Philip Lindsay. It was accurate, Lindsay, but a noodle arm. No Philip Lindsay, <laughs> yeah. Corton Sutton out for the year, no Von Miller. And he's still only really, again, this was kind of like that Buffalo game against the Jets. Like, you should have beat them by, like, 40. Yeah. You know, Big Ben, everyone's like, Big Ben's back. But Big Ben let them stay in the game, and it took that big Connor play to kind of break it open. But, again, if I was Pittsburgh, I think that was a, that was a good win, but 
it it wasn't a dominant win. Yeah. This doesn't that defense looks good, but they don't. If they're giving up points to Driscoll, Driscoll's a guy they should just shut down and just make his life a living hell. The offensive line at Denver gave them some. He gave them a lot of time, and and you know what they should have, and especially when you're at home, you should have been able to solidify that and put it away. Here's a team who's at home, killed it. Arizona Cardinals looking great. Kyler Murray, man, this guy, the little stutter steps, the speed this guy has. Washington football didn't play horribly. I mean, for how horrible of a team they are. But uh, Arizona doubles up on them, 30-15. to 15. Uh, You know, they're looking good across the board in that team. Yeah, Arizona looks great. Arizona's fun. Um, Kyler Murray's taking that next step like Patrick Mahomes did. You know, he's in, well, will be in the MVP. I know, and just having guy like DeAndre Hopkins, look what it's done for his confidence. He's leading the NFL in receptions, leading it, I think, in yards. Yeah. He's absolutely been a godsend to that team. So it's making it's making it harder for them to, like, really spy Murray, which has given him so much more room to run. He's just doing high-stepping people. He's so much fun. How can you not love Kyler Murray? He's tiny. Playing in a big... It's like David versus Goliath out Tiny there. and fast and it gets you the fantasy points. For a guy who's not... Anyone under six feet, you got to love Kyler Murray. He's got to be one of your favorite players. Got to love him. Uh, Baltimore Ravens, Houston Texans. This game didn't turn into be a game. <clears throat> As Baltimore just whooped him in this game. Deshaun Watson uh, looked lost in this yeah. one. Um, you know, David Johnson could not get anything going. Baltimore stagnating just all over them. And, and Lamar Jackson basically having his way with him. Uh, Will Fuller was nothing. There was no no balls thrown his way. Yeah, right? And that was the whole thing uh, coming in. So we don't need DeAndre. Will Fuller to take over. Yeah. We got Cooks. So yeah, I agree with you. Like Deshaun Watson looks terrible. He just doesn't look confident. He do, he's not playing with that swagger, do, moving it on the run. He's just, it, it, again, it's like it's over. It's just Bill O'Brien's got no answers. David Johnson wasn't great. He had a good first week, but then lost. But if you're just falling back, and it just Baltimore just makes it look easy, right? Like yeah. Lamar didn't even have to do Lamar things, and he's still they couldn't go near him. They couldn't touch him. Houston, you know, I think JJ Watt had a couple sacks, but they're just not. They're done. Like I feel like that trade just sucked the life out of that team. Like where they were, everyone on the team is like, "Are you joking? You got rid of our what our best player." And Deshaun Watson's paying the price, and I'm paying the price because I took him before Russell Wilson. I was torn oh, man. between. I was like, I'm going to go with Deshaun, you know, and then look at Russ. I've, I'm doing well in my fantasy with Russell Wilson and or Aaron Rodgers um, okay. in different leagues. Uh, how about the Chiefs for Chargers? How about that Chargers defense, everybody? Kansas City struggled to get it going. I mean, there was points he thought the Chargers could actually win this one, holding down the Chiefs. Um, you know, the defensive uh, line in the secondary of the Chargers played phenomenal. Um, you know, they, they were able to get some moves together. KC only win by three points in overtime. Yeah, it was a, yeah, it was a great game because we got to see uh, Herbert. Herbert came in and played amazing. Yeah. Looked, looked, like, literally, a guy found out like five minutes before. It's like, hey, kid, grab your helmet. Yeah. You're going in. So for him to go out, pitch for 300 yards, go toe-to-toe with Patrick Mahomes, like, that is an amazing thing. And the worst part about this is Anthony Lynn, I think yesterday yeah. or today, is like, oh, Tyron Taylor is still our starter. It's like, what are you talking yeah. about? This is the most Anthony Lynn decision no. of all time. He is so obsessed with Tyron Taylor from when he was with the Bills. Yeah. And brought him down. Like, And it's just like this idea that, oh, he's our starting quarterback. He's too young. It's like, did you not? Yeah, he did. Tyron Taylor couldn't do that. took on the Super Bowl champs and almost beat them. Almost beat them. And if it wasn't for Anthony Lynn punting to them yeah. and giving them a chance to just win the game with another terrible decision. So I think I think Anthony Lynn, if he starts Tyrod, he's lost that locker room and you're gonna see the you're gonna see a, a revolt. Well the ter- the team looks good. I'm sure the fans would have something to say if, if there, there were, were any fans. Yeah, were. Last game we had Patriots oh sorry, two games. 
Patriots Seahawks, what a game this is. Cam Newton, boy, this guy can play. He can throw, he can run. Seahawks defense uh, gave up a lot of opportunities to the Patriots in this one, uh, but the Patriots lose it in a final. Uh, very close game. Should have Cam Newton have run for it? Uh, see, it was everyone knew that play was coming. Like, yeah. I was watching it. I, I was just like, of course they're doing shotgun run play. So good on. And But the thing is, that play has been killing them. They haven't even been touching them for doing it. So it made sense that they were doing it. But it just felt like everyone in that state... Was there anyone in the state? In, yeah, there was what Knew that play was coming. And it just was such a... When you saw it and they stopped that, it was a, such a great game. Cam looked yeah. great. But that Seattle defense is terrible. If that's the thing I worry the most. You know, they lost Diggs, I think, with that crazy helmet-to-helmet early. Yeah, he apologized. Yeah, He's I, back you know, that. that was right. <laughs> that was on Akeel here. He should have been gone for he that. He should have been gone for that. Uh, but, again, they couldn't stop anything. Like, Cam literally was couldn't even... No one could get a hand on him. He was just picking him apart like he was Brady, you know. Um, but then look at what Russell Wilson did against that secondary, which that was their strong point. Yeah. They, they, they were dominated, and he just went to five different receivers, just everywhere, just picking it across... Um, he was unbelievable. Wow. I love the rest that him cook. This is my favorite yeah, uh, storyline ever. He's my he's feeling it. Oh god, yeah, he's a slow cooker to me because he just cooks it up and he's a smoker. He, he spreads it all over the place, which is so great. <clears throat> Last game we've got Saints Raiders uh, Monday night. Raiders had the plan in place, uh, basically drive and uh, target Lattimore, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, which is a weird one, because he is their best receiver. And they, they made him look old. They just targeted him the whole time and just kept burning him. It was, yeah, like Waller looked great. I think uh, a couple of observations was Drew Brees just doesn't look the same. I know they didn't have Michael Thomas, but yeah. then again, you had Emmanuel Sanders at zero catches, yeah. uh, which is just like, he had just felt like he had no one to throw to, and it also just felt like his arm was shot. Um, it just didn't feel like, like Alvin Kamara looked great. It's like it's, all yeah. he could do is just check it down to Kamara, uh, which is great for my fantasy. But um, but it just just didn't, it worries me that Drew, Drew Brees has just been a little bit exposed. Maybe Michael Thomas is that valuable. Yeah. And maybe we'll see that. But also, their defense gave up 34 to the Raiders. Couldn't stop Waller. And Waller's literally the only weapon the Raiders have. They have rugs yeah. who can run deep and scare you. And did that at the end and got that penalty. So... Uh, good on the Raiders. Hey, I give them all the credit. Josh Jacobs was great. Derek Carr was great. John Gruden got fined for never wearing his mask. Yes. I've never seen a guy not wear his mask more than John Gruden. Yeah, he's gonna lead. He's gonna lose like a million over. A million well, his dollars. whole thing is yeah. He's his whole thing is I've had it, which is you know uh, you know someone could say yeah, I've got all had it. Yeah, whatever, Gruden. Yeah, stop being a macho man. It, it was a good. Know. It was a good play, and, and obviously I think the Saints uh, after that big emotional win in Week One, taking this one is is tough. It's the most classic two. Saints thing ever. It is have a great first game. You know, the Saints never start 2-0. I don't know how long. It's been like since 2012 yeah, or something. They never come marching in, I guess. No. All right. Well, we're going to quickly uh, go through and do the previews of uh, Thursday or all the games for week three in the NFL. The start Rapid the fire. Thursday game, Miami at Jacksonville. Jacksonville favored in this game by three points. Oh. Uh, as I said before, it is still September in Florida, which means hurricane season. 85% humidity is going to be tomorrow. Now, I don't know if you've ever tried to play football in 85% humidity. Imagine I'm trying sure to... I'm sure none of our listeners have. Okay, well... <laughs> I could bet all my money on it. I can tell you, I've played in very humid conditions, and trying to grab the ball, when you're also, your face is teeming with sweat, you're always standing up, but the ball just becomes so slippery. In that Florida heat and Florida weather, this to me is an under game. Uh, but how, how do you see this one? Oh, yeah, it's like I really want to go with Minshew Mania. I think uh, Miami just Miami lost um, 
Byron Jones, which really hurt them. Yeah. Again, they just they again until we see Tua Tonga Voya, we're just not gonna feel. I'm going with I'm going with Mitchumania. I'm I'm jumping on the train, which is probably what's gonna screw me. I think I agree with you. I think it's gonna be a low scoring game. I'm gonna go Minshew uh, twenty four fourteen. 24-14. I'm pretty close on this one. I got a 24-20. Uh, to 20. Uh, I think Miami is going to try to keep it in tight. It all depends on some of the injuries that happen, uh, that are going to happen with there. Uh, Byron Jones, a quarterback, uh, obviously he's going to play a big role in this one. Um, but, you know, they've liquidated their defense in Jacksonville, and they're still competitive. And, and that's a big well, they're thing. Giving up, uh, yeah, they're giving up 30, but... Uh, they're still competitive, and they're still keep it going. So I like Jacksonville to cover in this one as well. Let's move on to our next game. Uh, we won't talk about that one because I've got this one out. Las Vegas at New England. Uh, Ray, Patriots favored by six in this one with a 47.5 point over under. Cam is scary. He's got the tools. Um, you know, hopefully White will be back after after the horrendous week he had last weekend. Um, and, and, you know, the running game because, you know, that's basically how the Raiders were beat uh, in week one if you run the ball on them. Hit them up the middle. Well, they were beat. The Raiders two 0 Oh no! Sorry, the Raiders were beat. Sorry, no. Uh, sorry. Uh, uh, what I want to say is the running game was how the the Patriots were beat. Sorry, uh, the Patriots not beat, but you can get to them. You running the ball up the middle. It seemed to be the only way. Well, to I get think them. especially with Josh Jacobs, that's your play. Like yeah. you gotta you run it through Jacobs. I think um, New England was gonna. Have, it's gonna be tough for Oakland. I think New England. Uh, Oakland doesn't have the pass rush. It just doesn't feel like it's there. And again, if Cam's able to just sit back there, we saw what he did. Like Edelman looked great last yeah. game. You know, Cam threw almost four hundred yards. Uh, but the, their running game is nowhere. Like Sonny Michelle is nowhere to be seen. Yeah. Uh, again, James White's not going to give you a lot running, but passing. But they just didn't seem to really dump it off as much to the running backs as Tom did. There was much more of a vertical passing game because you know Cam's got a stronger arm. Um, I just. Again, I, I, what, I don't know how much I believe in this Raiders team. I just don't think they have the weapons. I think Belichick's going to find a way to stop Waller. Yeah. And then you're going to have... If you can stop Waller, then you have, um, the, you have one of the best corners in Gilmore. It's going to take out any of their receivers. So I think this is just going to be... I think at in New England, even though there's no fans, I doubt. Uh, I'm going to go New England's going to win this. I'm going to say it's going to be 27-17. to 17. Yeah, I mean, I've got it with you. I think it's an emotional win for Las Vegas last week, uh, having to beat the Saints, beat them at home, uh, in your new stadium. But, you know, Belichick, as you say, is prepared for this. Cam is looking great. He's running the ball. They've got a lot of tools. It's in the freezer, actually, if you want to get it from a freezer. No, those, those are freezer. Uh, Ryan's just grabbing beer for us, everyone, as we record a podcast. Safe distance beer. Look, uh, I agree with you. I think Cam Newton is going to be too much in this one. Bill Belichick is too much. And that New England defense is incredible. They really are. They can stop a well, lot of things. The Russ, they were not incredible. Well, Russ, yeah, well, that's Russell Russ Wilson. Is cooking. That's Russell Wilson. This is Derek Carr. So I can see a few interceptions happening in this one. He, Derek Carr attacked New Orleans. They're going to have to do the same thing to Cam. They're going to have to hit them straight up the middle. They're going to have to hit the running game. Yeah, I think Cam's, Cam's a good play in fantasy. I think he'd yeah. definitely be up there. But I have New England when it's one thirty-one to 20 Next game I was going to talk about, Rams at the Bills. Both 2-0. This game is on Sky. Two-and-a-half point favorites for the Bills. 47-and-a-half over under. Um, the Rams uh, decimated uh, Philadelphia. Uh, Buffalo has had a few injuries last week. You hope they can get a few guys back, including Edmonds and Milano. Um, 
How are the Rams going to feel in this Oof. one? How Buffalo going to do with this, this one? Only, this is a really tough game. I think this is great challenge for Buffalo. I think with Aaron Donald and then having Jalen Ramsey covering someone like Stephon Diggs. I think that's going to be a great matchup. Uh, so John Brown looks like he could be a real valuable play this week uh, in, in fantasy. Um, I, I, I just think, you know, Derek Goss looked good. I think after that last year where they looked a bit uh, rough, the offense, and, and McVay was losing his McGenius uh, label. So, but he, you know, he looked great. He got it to Higby. I think again, Buffalo struggled yeah. with the tight end last week. So if those two guys are missing, Higby's going to be a big target for them. Um, Robert Woods has looked great, and and it's it's a scary game for Buffalo. I think this is the game where we're going to see what Josh Allen is really made of. I think he had two kind of easy games, and if he can go out there, put up three hundred against them, pull off a win at home. Um, I think I, which I, I'm going to bet them because they're my team and I'm sticking with them, but I do agree. I think it's two and a half. I think this game is coming down to the wire. Uh, 27-24 for the Bills. <clears throat> I have very close. I got a 27-23 in this one. I think the Bills, because it's at home, what are they going to let uh, a couple Canadians watch it from uh, across the border? Yeah, from Niagara Falls. Yeah, from Niagara Falls. Hey, you I'm dropped the ball. Uh, but, I, you know, I like the, the Rams have played well, but Buffalo is playing very, uh, they're playing like a team. And the Rams are sort of up and down, I think, at the moment. You know, using Singletary, using a lot of the, the tools, as you say, with Brown, spreading the ball around, getting Josh Allen to use his legs. I don't think the Rams... I think it's difficult if you're going to chuck the ball midfield because you will run into difficulties. Aaron Donald will run into difficulties. Yeah. But getting that ball off and using Singletary in an option, I think Buffalo can win this one 27-23. Moving on next, we've got Houston at Pittsburgh. Uh, Steelers favored in this one by four, only four points, 45 points. Is he over under? Bill O'Brien, what are you going to get to do? What are you going to get to get the team to back together? Houston's had some rough uh, rough start to their season. They have to go, what, Pittsburgh? Um, then they got uh, week one, Kansas, Kansas City, City. And then last week, Baltimore. So Baltimore, yeah. Tough start oh, for yeah. Houston right out of the gate. So, again, another tough matchup. Again, another tough matchup for Deshaun Watson in my fantasy. So he's got to yeah. go. Again, you kind of have to stick with him. Um, I do have Big Ben, so I could maybe switch it to Big Ben this game. Against yeah. that Houston defense, it hasn't looked great. Um, to me, this is just a game of what Houston team are we going to see? Are we going to see a team that's looking like that's angry? That's like we're not going to go zero and three because mm-hmm. right now they just look like a, yeah, like you said, like a team defeated. They just look like they got no fight in them. They got no identity. Guys, they're no longer a, a threatening, threatening, threatful passing game. And they have David Johnson. No one's really afraid of the defense. Has no. Nothing. It's just it's just a mess. I gotta go with Pittsburgh. I think they're the better team. That defense will be able to keep Watson at bay. They can't score. Like, like Houston yeah. just can't score. And going up against maybe the best D in the league, I think it continues. Uh, I'm gonna go Pittsburgh 28-20. Yeah, I'm pretty close to in this one. I got a 26 to 20. And once they lost to Castro to that offensive line last week at Pittsburgh, I mean Ben Ben was in trouble, and you hope that he gets back and he's healthy because otherwise. He's going to be chased. Ben's never fully healthy. He could be chased a lot in this game. You know, the Houston defense, what they need to do is really get to Big Ben and shake it up. Uh, but Ben has a lot of uh, tools at his, his you know, disposal. I don't know if Deontay Johnson will be back. I don't know. That would be great if he could. Um, <clears throat> but I think Pittsburgh should be able to cover this one. I have this one 26-20, to 20, uh, a close game. But Houston, wah, 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 you're going to go 0-3. Oh Moving on to the next game, I have, let's go San Francisco versus the Giants. San Francisco favored by four and a half, in the, or four points, according to this one. I have it four and a half against the Giants, which you sort of go four and a half after you've lost half your God, team this against a team that has nobody. Um, this game seems so grim. Both of them basically 
had, you know, it was like a lit fireworks blew off all of their hands last week. Because now both these teams are hugely impacted by the, the, by the injuries. Yeah, well, we're going to see, right? They sent Devontae Freeman, so we might get to see him in action. But again, this is a guy who hasn't played in a while. So again, everyone's jumping on the free, on the, uh, on the, the fantasy waiver wire to get this guy but Saquon Barkley couldn't do anything in this Their running game last week against the Bears was... If you think Devontae Freeman's just going to come in and break the game wide open, I don't think that's going to happen. This game is a a toilet bowl. I I literally... I struggle to even find the energy to watch the highlights of this game. I think Giants fans are are grim. I think this whole Joe Judge... What does what he do? Is he bringing anything to the table of making this... This team looks exactly the same Giants team that we've seen yeah. in years. Uh, so I need to see a little something from them. I think the Niners, with all those hits on defense, I still can't pick the Giants, even with all those injuries. Yeah. I'm still going to go with the Niners. That's how little faith nice. I have in, in the Giants this year. So I'm going to go 23-20 Niners. Pretty close to Just because I'm going to go with Sean Panahan. Kyle Shanahan is a better coach than Joe Judge, so I'm going to go with him. I, well, you know, I, I think it's it's right. I think it's it's an emotional loss for them, especially if George Kittle doesn't fully suit up. They're saying they hope he suits up. Uh, but you could see um, Reed, Jordan Reed in there just in case. I actually like the Giants in this one. I think this is their chance. It's at home. You know, th- there's going to be nobody there. But at the same time, they have to feel that if they can't win this one with a team that's basically been emaciated, then what the hell are you doing? They did show some good moments, and Danny Dimes did some okay things last week trying to get the ball around. Um, the defense, you know, shook around the Bears in the fourth quarter. Um, with San Francisco being down, I've actually got uh, New York to win this one 24-20. Moving on to the next game, Tennessee at Minnesota. 2-0 versus 0-2. Uh, Tennessee, you know, Cousin sucks. Is it because Diggs is gone? Um Tannehill looks good. Jacksonville almost beat Tennessee. So I, I think tennis I think Tannehill's been a consistent surprise. I think a lot of people thought, oh, after the contract, was he that good? You know, great game last game, four touchdowns. Uh the defense worries me a bit. Uh, but I think Tennessee's just the better team. I think uh they're looking good right now. So uh I'd like to see Derrick Henry have a bit of more of a dominant game. Uh, but right now, Minnesota just looks lost. Like, I just don't see anyone being able to stop him. I think A.J. Brown, if they can get that offense moving, you know, Corey Davis has looked good for them. So I'm going to go with them 31-13. Uh, to 13. Wow, okay. They're going to beat down. I think this is Minnesota's first win. <clears throat> I actually think they will. They're at home. <laughs> and everyone hates them. And I'm sure the Minnesota newspaper is like, oh, geez, you got to win a game, eh? Um, that's Minnesota. Yeah, um, but, you know, A.J. Brown has been out, and, and you know, you, you don't know when he's going to come back, if Tannehill's going to use him. But Minnesota has to use Cook. They have to use Thielen. They have to be able to use this. Look, if Minshew can almost beat these guys, if Kirk Cousins can't, there's a bad problem for them. And, and they need to address this. This needs to be a win for them. They need to win this at home. You know, Tennessee's 2-0. Minnesota's going to come out firing, and if they don't come out firing, you might as well wimp off into the season. I have Minnesota winning this one 30-27. Next game I've got, it is Washington versus Cleveland. The Browns versus the team. Um, <laughs> go team, go! Cleveland, uh, Mercurial, uh, gets blown up by the Ravens in Week 1. Comes back with a, a, a tough but good game over the Bengals. Um, they've shown the rushing, which they did a, the great two hundred uh, two headed prong attack last Ooh, week of Hunt good. and Chubb, which to me just sounds like either a porn club or '80s yeah. detectives. It's Chubb and Hunt. <laughs> uh, hey, it's Chubb and Hunt, everyone. So Chubb and Hunt, 
or Chub Hunt, which definitely sounds like a porn. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is Miles Garrett going to feast upon Dwayne Haskins? That is the question. Well, there's for this also week. the question of is how's Baker going to do against that uh, Washington line? Because Baker yeah. looked better last week, but again, when he's played really strong front fours, he's really struggled to throw off his back foot. You know, he's able to get Odell deep early, but again, they still weren't able to connect. But they, again, they went to the run. That is without a doubt the best two-headed attack in football. So I think go with what works, right? Like you've got this weapon. Mm-hmm. The thing about the old days, like I think we said before, is when you brought in the second running back, he usually stunk. Yeah. But with this and, and uh, Kareem Hunt, well, you got the NFL rushing. If you didn't you know, yeah. drop kick a woman in a lobby, he'd <laughs> hey. still be on the Chiefs right now. And probably Speculation. Dominating, yeah. <laughs> Move to strike. Move to strike. No, well, the video is my evidence. So, uh, um, You know elevators always lie. But anyway, I just think Cleveland, again, they need to come out and win this. I think I think Washington with Haskins, they just don't have the weapons. Cleveland's a team you can pass on, though. Yeah. They don't have a great secondary. Um, they, they only really have Miles Garrett, it feels like. So I'm going to go with Cleveland to win this, but I think it's going to be close. I think Washington's going to keep it close. Uh, I'm going to say uh, 21-20 Cleveland. Ryan has in Cleveland to cover. Uh, I don't think they're or Washington to cover. I don't think Washington's going to cover this one. You're right. It is. It is a good game. I think the momentum of having that win last week. Now that they know they've got the running game, he's got to spread it around. You know, he's got to get the balls out to, to certain guys. That front of Washington is fast and furious, so he's going to have to use that slot option to get that ball going. I like Cleveland to win this one by ten points, twenty-four to fourteen. Okay, let's move on to the next game. This one is the stinker of the week, and if anyone watches this. You are you got problems? Cincinnati at Philadelphia. Well, no, you get to watch Burrow. Yeah, I Burrow's de- good. Definitely <laughs> Giants, Fran Niners. It's yeah, it's, definitely. Worse. Well, I don't know Cincinnati. It's, at least it's, Joe Burrow, you get to Joe watch. Burrow's Joe Burrow's exciting, but we'll see what happens with him. Who we can throw to? Both these teams have horrible offensive lines. Um, you, they're going to get chased a lot. Um, so you wonder, and, and I really like that uh, the Drew Sample guy they brought in. Uh, he was showing some good signs from Azuma uh, for for Cincinnati. And he, obviously, Philadelphia can't stop the tight end position. Philadelphia favored by six yeah, points. Yeah, it's, it's a high one. I think Philadelphia is going to win. Um, I think finally they're going to get their first win. I think right now the, the Bengals just don't have a good enough defense. I think Wentz is feeling the pressure. And if you don't beat a team like Cincinnati in a city like Philadelphia, you may get murdered when mm-hmm. you go back to when, when you leave the stadium. There might be an actual mob there. Not social distancing. They will no, be just batteries in. and murder. Yeah. yeah. So I think the Eagles is a desperate team. And an Eagles team that always seems to do this to us. We're like, oh, the Eagles are awful. And all of a sudden they'll win like five out of six. And you're like, how are the Eagles even still in it? So I think if they're going to be that team this year, they've got to take care of business at home against the Bengals, against a rookie. Uh, they got to be angry. So I'm going to go that they're going to, they're going to do this. I don't know if they're going to cover because I just think they're shit. Uh, but I'm going to go 23-20, Eagles. Uh, we talk about murder, and I'm going to say murder she wrote, which also I believe Angela Innsberg actually killed everyone, and then she blamed it on locals. Yeah. That's my hypothesis. She was that. like a Dexter. She would just travel around killing people and then just go, oh, I think the old man did it. I- I've got Cincinnati to win this one. I think they can win this one. Uh, you know, being able to put this game together, getting a lot of motivation. <clears throat> I had them to win. I think it could be a cover. I do not think Philadelphia is going to... Strong enough to cover. I had it originally maybe it's a two and a half point spread. Um, but, you know, d- depending on some of the injuries that are going to come about, uh, I like actually Cincinnati to up this one. And I've got them winning 28-26. Mm-hmm. Moving on to the last game of 6 o'clock. 
It is Chicago Bears at Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta Falcons favored by three and a half points. An 0 and 2 team is favored over a 2 0 yeah. team. What a slap in the face to the Bears, that is. I so, was... you know, they did show Julio Jones did drop a deep, deep ball. Um, you know, there was a lot of mistakes that were made. Matt Ryan can still chuck the ball up and get a lot of yards. However, he has not faced a defense that includes Khalil Mack, uh, Hicks, and Quinn. Well, he's got it. Listen, I think. If Atlanta, this is this is it. This is this Bill. If or Dan Quinn, this is it. This is your career, maybe. If you don't win this, it's over. Like, it's mm-hmm. over for Atlanta. The season's done. I think the Bears, being at two and zero, have a little bit of leeway. They can have a bad game. I think the 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 pressure is just going to be too high, and I think Atlanta has to come out angry. Like you can't lose that game the way you did, and then come out and not win this next one. Mm-hmm. This is like. Everyone ha- needs the city of Atlanta. America needs Atlanta to do this after that loss. So I'm gonna go with Atlanta to win this. I think just it's just they they have to. They just have to. Or I think there'll be Atlanta a lot of Atlanta Falcons killing themselves. Yeah, the fans. There'll be a lot of mass suicide in Atlanta after this. But I just think Trubisky's gonna have a better game. But again, he didn't look great last week when he could he could have done better. Uh, you thought he would have taken the momentum into game two, but it didn't seem that way. And I'm just going with the better quarterback. So I'm going to go with Matt Ryan. I'm going to say uh, 27 to 23. 27 to 23. <clears throat> All right. Pretty close. I've got this one 27-24 for Atlanta. However. Is this your new thing? You're just going to pick against the Bears every week? No. So they win? No, no. <laughs> it, it should be something. But here's, the, here's one of the problems I had when I saw with Trubisky. When he was pulling back, when you look at his vision... And, and there was times you'd see Montgomery cut a slant or Cohen cut a slant to the right, and he wouldn't even friggin' see them. And he's looking down the middle of the field, and you're like, hey, you got a guy open five yards up. And he would vision. not toss it. He, he wouldn't. And it is tunnel vision. And you sort of go, and I, watching the game, you could hear the announcers going, oh, he missed another one. Oh, he missed another one. It's like, dude, your field arranged. It's like when you get a quarterback on Madden who's got like a vision of 30. And, and, you know, playing in the NFL, he just doesn't seem to have that vision. However, I do like the defense. I do like that they did keep us in. There was a momentum going. The defense of, uh, you know, of, of the Falcons, they've got to keep putting up the scoring up. And as long as we can shut them down and keep scoring, get Robinson back in when he had some great catches, I think we can keep it tight. But it's also just breaking their backs, just making them feel like, oh, my God, not again. Yeah. That's the key to winning. I think Bears lose, but we lose by three. Nine o'clock games. Let's move into another one. We've got the uh, Jets facing the Colts. J-E-T-S. Now, this is the only game favored in double digits. Colts favored by 10 points in this one. Phillip Rivers, has he got his groove back? Uh, Jonathan Taylor, man, this kid is running up a storm for the Colts as well. The Jets, Darnold, the Ghosts, what do you see? Yeah, I don't know. This is a tough one. Uh, I don't know how much I believe in Rivers still. Like, I, I, yeah, he had a better game, but... Jonathan Taylor did look good, so that's not good for Marlon Mack's career because I think he's going to be the bell cow for the rest yeah. of the next five years, probably. Uh, okay, the Jets. How could you pick the Jets, right? Like, it's just they have no one. They have no offense. The, the Colts at least have a decent enough defense. But who, who are you worried? Who do you even have to game plan mm-hmm. if you're Colts for? Like, is there anyone that scares you? I think they have a good run defense so they can hold Taylor. But I think Rivers is just a better, smarter quarterback. He's going to be able to do it. I'm going to go, yeah, I'm going to go 28-14 for the Colts. All right. Well, pretty close to my score. I got 28-10 to 10 in this one. Uh, again, there's not much they're going to be able to do. Phillip Rivers continues to find his groove. Uh, he was making some silly mistakes, 
but not as many as he did in week one. I think that he's getting this confidence going. Um, you know, the defense of Indianapolis has been playing well as well, uh, and I can't see the Jets doing anything. Moving on to the next one, it's Carolina versus the Chargers. Chargers uh, starting to find a little bit of command going. They're one and one. Well, until they take a step back and forgive Tyrod Taylor. Get a, well, yeah. Game. I mean, if Herbert Herbert is listed on some of the forums as a starter, I don't, you know, as we said, uh, Lynn has said that he wants Tyrod Taylor. But after that performance, you, uh, I mean, I picked up Herbert as a lot, in a lot of my and fantasy. especially, he would be going against Carolina, which is not a great team. So yeah. what a great way to build off such a great start is you play another weak team, got to build his confidence even more until he plays a tough team. Yeah. Like, this is just terrible strategy by Anthony Lynn. So... Uh, I actually I want I I can't choose the Panthers because they literally have no one. Yeah. Like Teddy Bridgewater, Robbie Anderson, that's about it. And I, I you know Mark Davis, I think is going to be their running back. You can't lose a guy like McCaffrey and expect to be competitive. I think even though the Chargers with Tyrod, if he even finishes the game, um, I'm going to say the Chargers are going to win by at least ten. So I'm going to go Chargers twenty, Carolina three. Twenty to three. Give them give a lot of props. The uh... To the Chargers deep or the Carolina defense there. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, I'd like to see Herbert play the whole thing. Not just because I picked him up in a lot of fantasies as a little extra addition for the going through as a quarterback, because uh, I think he will be useful. I, I have this one as a twenty-eight to ten beating. Uh, the Chargers defense will step up, which they've started to slowly get a bit more of. Uh, Eckler, I think, is going to have a heck of a game in this one. I don't think the the Panthers are going to have a, a good chance of being able to stop him, especially in the slot option. Uh, this one will be a bit of a beating and give the Chargers a home victory they feel good about. <clears throat> Moving on to the next game, which has beating written all over it, Detroit Lions, at the Arizona Cardinals. Arizona playing some good football right now, let me tell you what. And Detroit, injuries, injuries, injuries. Get your injuries here. Well, if Galladay came back, I would want... I would They're s- saying he's supposed to be back this I kind of want to take Detroit to, to get the sneaky upset win. Against Arizona, I think everyone's just, again, it's just hard, right? Because Kyler Murray's playing so well. How are they going to stop Hopkins? All those weapons. Um, I would like to pick Detroit, but they just haven't shown me anything. And I think Matt Patricia, until, again, they get a coach that can really get something out of out of Matt Stafford to take him to that elite level. I think that's what they've been trying to get this defensive coach to shore up this defense for about two decades, it feels like. Let him rip. Let Matt cook. Bake, <laughs> not yeah. bake. Uh, but we'll gotta go baked. with Arizona. Gotta go with Arizona. I think they're just the stronger team. Um, again, Kyler Murray's been dynamic. How do you not love to turn on and watch him? He's one of the most fun players to watch. I'm just gonna ride that high. You know, he's got the confidence. He's got the groove. Uh, I'm gonna go with Arizona to win uh, twenty-seven uh, to twenty. Yeah, I mean, Kyler Murray's looking exciting. Uh, the whole team is just looking good right now, and, and they're starting to fire. Uh, Kenyon Drake has been impressing as well. Uh, I, I can't see anything else but an Arizona beating this one. I have Arizona winning this one 31-20. Um, just, you know, enjoying. They're playing some fun football, and it's good to watch. It's nice to be able to watch that when you see these guys enjoying themselves, and, and it's nice to have Arizona feeling fun again. Yeah. Moving on to the next game, Tom Brady, TB12. He's back. He's got a win under his belt. But he's facing a plucky Denver Broncos team in Denver. Jeff Driscoll. (coughs) Sorry, Jeff Driscoll. 
Yeah, this is Driscoll stepping in again. I think Tom Brady's this Tom Brady has usually has struggled in Denver throughout his career. It's been one of those places he's really had a tough time winning in. Uh, again, it's one of those places that a lot of quarterbacks struggle in, unless you, especially all the ones that play in Denver. It seems. Yeah. Uh, again, Denver's just decimated. Look at all the injuries. You know. Miller, Drew Locke, Corin Sutton, Lindsay. It's like you can't recover from those types of losses, especially when you've got a guy like Tom Brady who's going to be able, doesn't have to worry about Von Miller. Mm-hmm. So he's just going to be able to pick him apart. I think I'd like to see Gronk get him more involved in the offense. I think Leonard Fournette is that now going to, he established he's going to take that job yeah. for himself. And so this could be a big Leonard Fournette game. So anyone who grabbed him late uh, must be feeling good about themselves. So I'm going to go with Tampa Bay. I think they're the better team. I think there's too many injuries. And I think they'll take this pretty easily. I'm going to go uh, 30 to 17. Very close to me again on this one, buddy. I got 30 to 14 on this one. Uh, yeah, you know, Tom Brady going to build his confidence on one. Build the team up as well. He's got to spread the ball around. As I say, I've got Gronk in fantasy, and I he's got me zero points in the past couple weeks. Um, so it would be nice. I mean, the only time I think he almost got the ball last week was when Tom Brady uh, threw it away and, and uh, got hit. Um, but you know, it, Denver's got too many injuries going on. They don't have enough. Driscoll has accuracy, but he's only accurate within five yards. He throws that ball over eight yards and he's screwed. Sounds like a guy from the old Red Dead Redemption. Old Driscoll. Old Driscoll. He can't throw far, but he's got the accuracy if he's close up. (laughs) Speaking of close up, we're going to the Dallas Seattle game. This is the Sky Sports game. If you're up in a bar, oh no, you won't be because it'll be past 10 o'clock. Well, 9.25. You can watch it. Just let me watch the first quarter. Just let me the first play. And Seahawks, favorite what a life we live. We can't uh, even yeah. go to the bar till ten. Everyone go home. I'm normally not. I'm normally in bed by ten, so this is good for me. But uh, not NFL nights. I stay up late. Seattle, five point favorites oh, in this. Fifty five points. Five is the over under. The uh, Vegas is expecting a lot of points yeah, in this one. This is a great. This is gonna be a great. This is gonna be a great game. This is at nine twenty five. Two offenses that are absolutely on fire and two defenses that can't stop anybody. So this could be like another one of those, um, what is it, Rams-Chiefs game we had a couple yeah. of years ago. What is the over? Uh, the over is 55 and a half. Woo! Yeah. That is like tempting. Even then. So again, how could you not think that? I think Russell Wilson's just going to walk out there. He's like, he's feeling himself. He already said the other day, he goes, I'm the best quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. And I, I find it hard to doubt that right now. And I think... Dallas have this huge victory, and but again, this is like Seattle lost to Dallas in the playoffs the last time they met uh, when they had that big game, and, and Dak had that great touchdown run. I yeah. think on fourth down or something it was incredible. Uh, but it's it's this is a really tough one to pick. Like I find this really tough. I hate betting against Russ, but I'm gonna go with Dallas. Oh wow! I'm gonna go with Dallas um, just because I think. Seattle's had these big games, and I think they they're due for a little bit of a letdown game. I think. Dallas getting that groove back, going to work on that. They're going to feed um, Zeke a lot, I think. Mm-hmm. Must just feed have, Zeke, he's hungry. I have no <laughs> faith in the Seattle defense. What I saw, that they couldn't even get near Cam. So I think Dak's going to have a big game. And at least Dallas has a few pass rushers. But again, they're hurt on defense with Van Der Esch. You know, Sean Lee who's always hurt. But i got to go with Dallas, but I think it's absolutely going to be a shootout. I'm going to go uh, 37-34. Wow. <laughs> big points. Big yeah. points. Uh, you know, I think Seattle, after that close game against New England, I think they recognize some of the problems that they have to address. And obviously when you're facing Dallas, Dallas has enough problems because you can get to Dak and you can score points on them. And, and you know, it's waiting for them to get scored on you. You look at how Atlanta just torched them. Atlanta torched them on a lot of deep balls. 
And that's what Russell Wilson's going to have to do. He's going to have to establish some deep passes. He's going to have to move it around. He's going to have to hit Lockett. He's going to have to get Chris Carson involved as well, getting some option slants into Chris Carson. I like Seattle to win this one. I've got it 30-23. to 23. I think Seattle wins this one. This is our big game. Who's staying up to 120 on a Sunday or Monday morning? I don't know. I know one person who will be. Yes. Uh, Andre. You know, oh, Zared probably as well will be oh, waking up. Uh, Green Bay Packers at New Orleans Saints. Uh, the Saints are favored by three. Packers uh, in the over-under in this one is 52. Now, people go, why is Green Bay favored? Uh, or sorry, why are the Saints favored when Green Bay has won two games? Yeah, it's a tough call, right? Especially the way um, New Orleans looked, I think. The fact that if Michael Thomas can somehow find his way back, that could help. But I, again, I think Green, I think Green Bay is going to be able to use Aaron Jones, who's not having a step back here. Uh, Devontae Adams is a great. Again, he's going to have a tough match with Lattimore, so so Lattimore is going to play him tough. But I think I'm going to go with Green Bay, even though the Saints. I want to pick. I think at any other time, if Michael Thomas is healthy, I'd probably lean towards the Saints. But after that Raiders game, giving up 34 to the Raiders. Like, I can't not say that's not a concern for me. Yeah. So I'm going to go with the Packers to win this, but I'm going to say we're going to win 30-27. Uh, to 27. Calling it a close game. You know, I think uh, people forget what New Orleans did in Week 1 and that dismantling of a very good Buccaneers team. Uh, last week, you know, you go in and maybe they weren't fully prepared. Maybe the awe of being in Vegas or maybe just getting messed up at the casinos and buffets uh, messed them up as well. I do like the Saints in this one. They are at home. Uh, you know, the key is if you do take out Devontae Adams and you put pressure on Aaron Rodgers and you come at him up the middle, he makes mistakes. And, and, you, and you mess him up. He was getting good protection and relying on his defense. I think New Orleans has the ability to do this. I think the Lattimore will shut him down. Punch it into them. Run it into them. Hit them up the gut. I have New Orleans to win this one 28-24. to I don't know, this game. Would anyone care about the Chiefs-Ravens? Is that yeah, a big well, game? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's the Chiefs visiting the Ravens. Va- Ravens visit, uh, favored by 3.5 points. Uh, this is 53.5 points. This is late night on Monday, early morning on Tuesday. If you're going to stay up for this sucker, oh my gosh. This is a 6.30 a.m. This is with my boy. breakfast with your breastfeeding your baby. Yeah. Uh, having your coffee. Don't get them confused. Unbelievable! This game yes. again. People, are, I think it's being so hyped up. But this is a game that how could it not live up to the hype? Like, yeah. Just you have two the two most dynamic quarterbacks in football going at each other. Uh, this is going to be so much fun to watch. Um, I I gotta say I'm leaning towards Baltimore. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to come down to the wire. But I think Baltimore being at home and just um, just looking to just prove to them that they're the top dogs. You know, to take down the champs. And I think um, the Chiefs, I think, beat them last year, yeah. I believe. So, again, they're going to want to rematch. And, again, what concerns me is a bit is the Chiefs didn't – weren't just walking over teams. Like, they struggled. Yeah. They went to overtime. And yeah. you need a 58-yard yeah. three times in a row to, to, to win a game. So that worries me when Baltimore is just going out, just taking care of business, just walking over people. So I'm going to go with the Ravens to win. I'm going to bet on Lamar. Um, he's he's the regular season goat, yeah. but uh, Pat Mahomes is gonna keep it cool. again. How do you go against? This is gonna be tough. I'm gonna go with them to cover too. This seems okay. surprising. It's only three and a half, so yeah. I'm gonna go with the Ravens, um, thirty-five to thirty-one. Thirty-five, thirty-one. Ryan has it. Uh, look, I think this is uh, another time that Lamar Jackson comes up short. Uh, the Chiefs. You know, and what I trust is Andy Reid. Uh, I really think that he is going to be able to put together a play for this one. 
I think one of the reasons they struggled last week against the Chargers was looking forward to this game. This is a bigger game. Uh, and, you know, Baltimore has struggled against Kansas City. Kansas City, Baltimore struggled against that speed. And they're going to need to use that speed. Tyreek Hill is playing amazing football at this moment. Uh, so I like Mahomes to be able to move the ball around, get that speed going, keep that defense on them as well. I have the Chiefs to win this one 30-27. That is it for those uh, picks that we have. Now, uh, just also want to reference, uh, we were picked as in the top 100 NFL podcasts in the world. Uh, we, we came in at 90s. We want to we wanna fight on that. Um, but uh, thank you very much for voting us, for all the fans who voted for us. Um, as for as live events go, folks, uh, we, we don't know what the hell's going on. We want to put on something. We've been trying to book some events in and get some stuff going. Uh, you know what, but it's no fun if you get kicked out, particularly since the Premier League games go until 6.30. Uh, so even if you want to watch games this Sunday, I believe there's a, uh, the game first game doesn't finish until like 6.30. So if you want to watch the Bills game, you're going to miss the first quarter. That being said, uh, folks, keep in touch. Stay up, follow us on NFL in London. We've got some tips up there if you want to follow us for tips and picks. Thank you very much. Reach out to us on all the social channels, and we will give you everything you need. Stay safe, stay sane, and have a great NFL Week 3.